Welcome to the Kid Craddock Podcast. It's a condensed version of the show. We painstakingly smushed it together for your listening pleasure. Enjoy! Kid Craddock in the morning. I was in uh, Las Vegas last week for some meetings at CES. And um, they put a newspaper on my door every morning, you know? Yeah. And That's what I like about hotels. Yeah. They just give you the newspaper. Yeah. So I'm walking down. And they make your bed for you. I know. I'm reading it in the elevator, and I uh, ripped out a story in the elevator out of the newspaper. It was very 1980s to do that instead of getting it online. Yeah. <laughs> but the story was about uh, Wayne Dobson. And he wants you to know, he does not have your cell phone. Hmm? Wayne Dobson. Okay. Wayne <laughs> Dobson in North Las Vegas does not have your cell phone, people. Okay. And Even we... if it looks like he might. In the past two years... The 59-year-old retiree has been pestered by hundreds of people showing up at all hours of the day and night at his house, demanding their phones. What? Give me back my phone! They've yelled at him. They show him evidence. They call the police. They swear that the phone is in his house, but he's oh, no thief. Oh, okay. For some reason, the GPS in some Sprint cell phones is messed up. So when people lose they, their phone, it always says... It's at Wayne's house. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> what a nightmare. Can you imagine if this guy was like some huge drug dealer <laughs> and he got caught because of these people losing their phones? Give me my phone back. <laughs> well, I know it's in there. It started over two years ago with a knock on the door around midnight on a weekend. He opened the door. There was a young couple standing there. They're very upset. And they said, give me back my phone. <laughs> and he said, I'm standing there and I'm thinking, what are they talking about? They might as well have said, give me back my horse. <laughs> <laughs> After debating back and forth, they called police. He told them, I don't know these people. I don't know where they go. I'm 59. I don't care about these technology pets they have. I don't care about phones. Well, the couple left without their phone. He never saw them again. But the next night, he realized he had a bigger problem on his hands. Why? He saw a woman just wandering around in his backyard. <laughs> he's like, she's staring at her phone, and she's wandering around in his backyard. And then she jumps over the wall. And a few minutes later, Uh-oh. give me my phone. I know you have it. <laughs> He said, call the police. You can come on in and search while, while we wait for the police to get here. I don't have your stupid phone. Oh, the man. week before Christmas, four young guys bang on his door at 2.30 a.m., oh, yelling for him to open up and give back the phone. That's scary. The guy misplaced his phone and used Find My iPhone to locate it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it said it's at Wayne's house. Oh, man. <laughs> man, Wayne. Wayne's house. Wayne said he was literally proving to me that I had his cell phone. It's gotten so bad, Wayne has moved his bed to his living room so he can get to the front door quicker. Because it happens every night. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor what a guy. nightmare. Well, does Wayne have something in there? You know how they can use those, what are they called? Like, not, not, blockers, no, it not to, blockers, but like yeah. what bad people use yeah. to, to not jam so signals and yeah, stuff. Or no. So they can't trace your... It's just some, ano- I, it's some, al- it's some technology anomaly that these three towers that circle Wayne's house miles away triangulate and point to his house. <laughs> and only on the Sprint phone, and it gets worse when somebody. All these people are taking the matters into their own hands. I would be. On, remember the story I told. I wouldn't about do that. My assistant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I lost my phone. I went to find my iPhone. It showed me that it was um, twenty miles away <laughs> in a suburb. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm immediately like, okay, well, I drive drive there. Yeah. And it turns out to be my assistant's mom <laughs> mom's house. She took the phone because I left it here all day. The most they, shocking didn't, didn't want to get stolen. The yeah. most shocking thing about this story to me is that people still use Sprint. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
Okay, when someone on a Sprint phone calls 911 yeah. and doesn't tell the 911 operator their location, the computer kicks into GPS mode oh, no. and to locate the emergency, and it's always at Wayne's house. <laughs> oh, so Wayne's man. got a bunch of emergencies. The emergency is always at Wayne's house. So Wayne routinely gets dragged out of his house by Las Vegas police oh, and has gosh. to lay face down in the driveway while they investigate. He's got a lawsuit. Wayne. He's got a lawsuit, yeah. right? Now, they yeah. said that they, they now flag any calls to his house, but they will still send officers to the scene unless they can confirm there's no problem. Because now he's thinking, I can do anything. Exactly. They're always going to think yeah. of the false you alarm. Can, you can steal whatever you want now, And then Wayne. if he does have a problem, he calls 911, they're not going to show right. up. Right, yeah, exactly. People say this is a, uh, not people, but police say this is a, the, the number one reason to have a home phone in your house nah. is so they know where the call is coming from, nah. yeah. at least on your part, when you're calling. Yeah. Um, doesn't help. Doesn't help him. Uh, the only reason I have a phone in my house is to find my cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I Kelly. swear, I use it about three, four times a month. To I finally gave mine my up. Phone. I gave it up. I promise you, if I had a, a landline at my house, I would just use it to have fun with the telemarketers. Yeah, because that's all that calls. Well, that's all have, that calls it. I just never answer. It. Just finally, the, the calls kind of stopped. Right. Well, Wayne's lucky. His last name's not Gacy. Well. <laughs> This message is for Terry Quaggenbaum. You are four months past due on your Netflix subscription. Please call me back before we take this to another level. <laughs> That's what I get on my home phone. Take this to another level. Hundreds of those. <laughs> yeah, but kid, you've never made me laugh harder in my life than when you tell me these stories about how on that landline you would answer Oh, I played it. you some of them. <laughs> and yeah, there was one that kid like... Someone called about about a sat. They wanted to do dish, you know, like dish satellite installation. Yeah. And so, kid pretended that you know he lived in a trailer, and he was just like, "So, yeah, How I'll do you remember I'll, this? I don't know because you, I don't know. Three years ago, I don't know just because it, I, I was in tears about it. It was so funny and something. I don't remember all of it, but it was something like they called dish. Hey, yeah. satellite deal, yeah. and, and kids like. All right, and he's playing like chicken coop noises, and they're and he's like, "I'll take five of them," yes. and they're like, "All right, when do you want us to come install?" And he goes, "Where are you going to install them?" They're like, "With your TVs." He goes, "Oh, I got to have a TV for See, these." They didn't say it that. Was, it was so. They didn't say I needed a TV. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't tell me I needed a TV. Oh, it was so. Funny. I, I just feel like if we can waste enough of their time, it will soon be not um, economically <laughs> feasible for them to oh. call and bother us every day. You know what makes them mad when they call you? Just say, just answer yes every single time. Okay. <laughs> just so whenever they ask you a question, yeah. yeah. Okay. If, if you have a home phone and you don't use it much, I've never given out the number. So if it rings, I know it's no, no one I know. Yeah, I don't right, use exactly. it to call out. I don't even so, know my number. So, so I, don't, I would always answer it when it rings. And it would always be a telemarketer or a bill collector for a wrong person. And I would always say the same thing. Can you hang on a second? And then I just leave. Yeah, me too. And I would, I would, you know, if I thought about it or walked back, I'd come back like 15 minutes later. And if they're still there, that's awesome. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Had an emergency. Hang on one more minute. Set it down again. If I can wait as much time as I can waste of theirs, the better. I want to keep this. I'm on the do not call registry. You're not supposed to call me anyway. So I don't feel bad about wasting some company's money who's calling to sell me something on the phone. Sure. Why not? Have is some this, fun with it. Is it technically like if I did that and recorded it maybe on my computer, yeah. you know, Skype the conversation? Without telling them, since we can't do prank calls anymore, yeah. since they called you, would yeah, we be allowed can't. to air that? No, nope. because they have to have a presumption that you're going to record them for broadcast. So. But they say they're recording these conversations. It's different. Exactly. Not, not they for tell broadcast. You that. They tell you that. Yeah. You Can you imagine that. going to Wayne Dobson's house not knowing him and it's on the market and you buy it? Do <laughs> <laughs> you buy Wayne Dobson's house? No way. Like we've all bought, you know, if you've ever bought a house, afterwards you're like, 
where was the inspector on yeah. this? Yeah. How did you not find this problem? How, and then, of course, whenever you have somebody come in, I don't know how they sold you this house. Yeah. This is so illegal. And yeah. uh, I'm like, yeah. what? You're like, look at look at the crack in the hardwood floor right here. And it, that was here. How come you didn't find that? <laughs> well, imagine going to Wayne's house and, and they never disclosed He's not going to disclose that. That every night... Give me my phone. <laughs> I just can't get over people that have the nerve to do that. I'd be terrified. Would you? Yeah, to knock on somebody's door. At and then two I in the morning, you. they're drunk. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. drunk. They've been you know? in the club. They lost their phone. They think somebody from the club got their phone, took it to that house. They're going to get it back. That's what it, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, mm. I, I can do that. Not poor guy. <laughs> and, and the cops coming over waving guns on a regular basis. Yeah. Mm. He heard somebody rustling in his bushes outside of his bedroom window. He's like, <laughs> get away from my house. I have a gun. And the voice back says, I have a gun, too. I'm the police. Ooh. Oh, oh, that could have you been win. <laughs> You win. You right. win. Yeah. Hopefully it won't end tragically. And Poor guy. Yeah. A good resolution feel, to this. I feel bad for him. The only, the only reason I can come up with for Wayne to stay in that house is the multi-million dollar Sprint lawsuit he's got working. Oh, yeah. Sprint says, by the way, they are working on the problem. They'll let us know when they get it. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. They'll be there sometime between <laughs> yeah, 9 and 5. And 9 yeah. PM. yeah, exactly. Kid Craddock in the morning. You're listening to Kid Craddock in the morning. Coming up, Big Al's big moment with J-Lo. Yep. We decided on Monday that it would be a cool idea to, um, we all talked about how you meet somebody that you really look up to in a celebrity world, and then they, you're let down by the experience. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. either they're rude or dismissive or... It just never goes quite the yeah, way you'd like yeah. for it to go. You Because kind of the bottom line is, to you, it's a huge deal. To them, it's a repeat of something that happens to them a thousand times a day. See, I feel so, so lucky. So they're not going to feel special about it I like know. you do. I feel so lucky because I've had two times where I've met people that I look up to. LaDainian Tomlinson. LaDainian Tomlinson went um. Awesome. Yeah. It was just great. And who's the other one? And the other one was Steve Young. I was at a, they played the Chargers when I was a kid. Yeah. And he, he came out to warm up and he walked over to me and he shook my hand and he signed my Charger Girls wow. calendar. Nice. And it was cool, man. Were you in it? Were you in the Charger Girls calendar? No, I was, okay. not, I was 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of that, the calendar, uh, this just in, Manti Teo. Uh huh. It's just been announced that his uh, his dead girlfriend is actually Miss March in the Mayan calendar. Yeah. <laughs> so just a blank page, yeah. huh? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, the jokes just write themselves. Yeah, they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Kid Craddock in the morning. Um, Manti Teo is the uh, Notre Dame linebacker who's been accused of um, creating this fake story about a his girlfriend, and she died of leukemia the same day as his grandma. Does everybody know the story now? Can I stop retelling yeah, we, the we premise? Don't. I'm fine okay. with it's that. Been all over the place. Except for yeah. Dr. Girlfriend didn't know it as of 24 <laughs> hours ago. Nope. The, uh, the working rumor that's getting the most traction right now is, to me, the one that makes the most sense. And it's also the one that I think is the best possible scenario for him. Because it doesn't make him look like a narcissistic bad guy mm-hmm. who creates this girl who died, and people have di- people die of leukemia all the time mm-hmm. to make up that somebody did yeah. for sympathy is terrible mm-hmm. so so if he didn't do that to promote himself what was the reason either he's crazy or he's gay so could this be, is the this both. is the rumor if if you're if you're a huge college football player mm-hmm. and and you're gay and you're not dating anybody and everybody on the team is Asking you, I'm set you up with this girl, this girl. You go to the parties and yeah. the girls are hitting on you. You don't have any interest. It's like I wouldn't have any interest if guys were hitting on me. So, well, he had, so 
if you want to go there, he he's very religious, so he could use his religion. He could have to get away. He from absolutely could have. Like Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow doesn't date girls or hook up with girls. And by the way, just because he goes to Notre Dame, don't assume that he's Catholic. He's not. He's Mormon. Yeah. And uh, they're not real down with that either. And if he did admit that he was gay, he would become the first ever NFL active player who admitted to being gay. Well How do you think that would go in the NFL? Nowadays, I think. I don't know. There, there's still a couple. Gosh, dudes all it's going to take is one, you it, know, and then it'll be a snowball effect. Yeah, yeah, don't right? they say like one in twenty? I mean, there are so many. If you're drafting a guy, which he's on the list to be drafted, of yeah. course. If you're drafting a guy and you're an NFL coach, which is which is the guy you draft first? The guy who might be a little bit crazy, but he's an amazing football player, or the guy who's an amazing football player who's admitted to everyone that he's gay? Hmm. Who's a better player? They're the same player. No, that, I don't think they care nowadays. You don't? No, the players, not, they'll not, treat them. No. They'll and treat how them. could there not be one guy who has the courage to come out? Because it's still nobody's yeah. the locker room yeah. crazy yeah. and stuff. Yeah, now, this is thing. a theory that, that it's it's as good as any of the other ones, you know, but it's still not necessarily the truth. And we're not trying to disparage anybody here, but the connection with him and this guy, the guy, his friend who supposedly created this whole character, mm-hmm. they're friends. And... He was on The Voice, and um, there's been talk that the two of them were complicit in this because they have a relationship, and they, you know, want to keep all the questions out of the way. Yeah. And then they realize a lie. As his profile was raising, that lie became more and more difficult to keep going. People were going to want to talk to her and stuff. Why isn't she in the stands like A.J. McCarron's girlfriend? Why right. isn't she there watching the game? Mm-hmm. So they gave her a sickness, and then they got tired of that, and they had to actually kill her off. And then it just gets... Too big and blown out of proportion, and that's what happened. It got dramatic. You know what really did him That's in... one theory that people are working with. Yeah. What really did the, those two guys in was going on that double date with T.O. and Ocho Cinco. Stop it. Oh, my God, throw T.O. and Ocho Cinco under the bus. Allegedly. If the friend my made this up. are my own. And Manti had nothing to do with it. Even if the friend came out, which he should do, come out and say, okay, this is all me. He uh-huh. had nothing to do with it. Nobody's going to believe him because he's no. told the same lie. Multiple times. Exactly. You well, know, so yeah. that's, it just sucks. It sucks I don't know. I was, because I have to, you know, scour the globe for gossip and yeah. stuff. And over in England, the man who joked about Manti Teo's dead girlfriend hoax bragged he was behind the Twitter profile months before it was exposed. Who's Al Vaosa? Have you been keeping up with that, JC? I don't know him either. I don't know him. He tweets under the username JRaz. J anyway, he claimed on Twitter to have discovered it was all a hoax back in 2008. Hmm. Yeah, and then he, and he severed ties with that Ronan yeah. Ronaya guy, whatever yeah. his name is, and stands so, accused of. So, and that's the part I don't get. If Ronaya has tried this on other people, two thousand eight, that that throws another wrench into the into this theory. Because there was another yeah. Notre Dame player that said he was really. But then you also have you also have other Samoan football players who are saying, "Oh, I met her. Yeah, I met her. She's a, great, she's a great girl." And they're backing off of it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a guy from the they're Cardinals all backing so off of it. The now. fullback. He said he um, met her in Amer- American Samoa. What's his name? Troy uh, Palomalu. Palomalu. What's he Palomalu. saying? He's, he's now saying he's I knew nothing out. about this. Yeah, he's backing out. What do you mean I met her in? What do you mean I met her in Hawaii? No, I didn't. Yeah, or yeah. I met her in Samoa. No, I didn't. Yeah, Troy so, needs to distance himself from that. Everybody's distancing from it now. So, one theory that people are working with, and to me that makes it. A little more palatable than a guy who's creating a, you know, a girl dying from leukemia to try to win the Heisman Trophy. You know, mm-hmm. he's only doing what thousands of guys and women have done over the years to keep people from knowing what's up. 
that they, yeah. you know, that they're hiding this thing. Mm-hmm. I just hope this doesn't end up like the nurse in what was it, London or yeah, London. right. And yeah, you remember when it all well, came out? And she was so, she yeah. was so embarrassed. When you frame, so embarrassed. When you, when you frame it like that, and he's twenty-one years old. Yeah. Well, that nurse, it turns out, had tried to commit suicide a couple of times yeah. unsuccessfully. That was so just this was terrible luck that it was her. That this was the time the that she was successful. And then, yeah. And then you all, we, I think most of us know that at twenty-one, that age between twenty and twenty-two. That's when some ment- mental illnesses can manifest with men. With men, especially. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you might just be a combination know. of things. Who knows? Plus, yeah. he's constantly hitting his head playing football. Yeah. yeah. So that, that well, that's like the anything. exact age that you start seeing schizophrenia, yeah. right? Right. Exactly. College age guys. Mm-hmm. And how, how weird is it for him? Because he's training for the draft right now. How yeah. weird is it for him to walk into a room with about 30 dudes that are all training for the same thing and just. To be normal. The elephant in the you room. Can't, yeah, it's like, yeah. do you address it? Yeah. You're like, hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. Saving this seat for my girlfriend. Huh? Hey, guys. Yeah. What's what up? do you do? Well, and the, and the, the one piece of evidence that makes me firmly believe that he was in on this, that, it, that he was not a victim, is that after he was told she didn't exist, he continued to talk in the press about how sad he was that she had died. And that fact alone... On, he's told on December well, 6th. He's just embarrassed. They said now that they didn't want to distract from the big game they had coming up. So he made the decision to perpetuate the lie. That's what I was just reading this morning. Well, That's Notre why. Dame kind of there was a big game coming up, yeah. and they didn't want. They yeah. thought that would be distraction. They wanted to keep the players focused on that. And a lot of the players knew. They're coming out and saying, we knew that he wasn't really boyfriend yeah. and girlfriend with her. We just thought it was a girl he talked to. But as soon as it started blowing up, he just went with it. He didn't. There weren't a lot of nice things that his uh, teammates were saying about him. They were saying that... They felt he was using this for publicity. He liked the attention yeah. is what they're saying. Yeah. Mm. He liked he he would see himself on TV in the training room and point up yeah. and go, Hi, look. Yeah. Which, and, they, and they would all marvel at how quickly he could shift over into tears and and you know be upset about this girl that he knew didn't exist. Well, who's gonna play them in the movie? Well, well, There's not Lance, a lot of Lance Armstrong. There's yeah. not a lot of what is what are they Samoans? Yeah. yeah, not a big lot of big Samoan actors. The Rock, out there today. The Rock, Just the Rock. Guy, he's too old. There's that guy from Lost. Yeah, the that guy, guy from Lost. Yeah, oh, the right? big dude. Yeah, that, that he might big, be too big. big. Jonah Hill. <laughs> Just start naming big guys. Jonah Hill a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Al, you ready? Come on. Ready to do your conversation with J-Lo? Yep. They're trying to get me to tease this, and I'm not. We're going we're gonna to bang this out. <laughs> Who's playing J-Lo? Uh, Kelly Ray. Kelly I'm okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Big Al meets J-Lo. <laughs> yep. Now, you say this actually happened already, but it, it didn't. It did. No, I no. didn't. No, this no, is this the way didn't he wishes happen. he would have gone. I don't, you don't know where or when. I, I know what yeah. happened. Right. At, uh, yeah, no, I'm down there, now, big man. Now, Hi, if, if I was on here saying something over and over that I knew to be true, and you guys were constantly calling me a liar on it, you know what I would do? What? I would find the evidence, and I would present it to the group and Some say, evidence. here you go, guys. Yeah, Here's when we were, this is where we met J-Lo. We were all there. I'm going to calling you Manti. Yeah. Manti Mac. Yeah. All right, you ready? Come on. Where's this taking place? Uh, McKinney Avenue Tavern. Your bar? Yes. Okay. Good plug. J-Lo comes into your bar. Why? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, she's hungry. She's slumming it. Okay. She's trying to pick up a new boyfriend at karaoke. This is how Al would love meeting J-Lo to go. This is his fantasy interaction with Jennifer Lopez. Is that that you? Hey, J-Lo, how you doing, girl? 
Um, do I know you? Yeah, I know. It's been a while. I'm Big Al. I met you backstage at this award show a few years back. Um, let's see. You were wearing those tight white pants? Oh, yeah. You were that guy that asked me, how would I compare my butt to Kim Kardashian's butt? Yeah, that was me, <laughs> man. How you been, girl? I'm good. Just trying to keep it together. My boyfriend and I just broke up, but you know how it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I've been dating this girl for, uh, I don't know, about 105 days now. And, um, oh, really? That's nice. So... How are you guys doing? Well, I mean, it's going good. Uh, she works a lot, but I can't hate on a girl for working, you know. Um, but, man, it sure would have been nice if... Um, if, if what? Well, I was going to take her on this surprise weekend getaway. We were going to go out to eat here at my bar. And then when karaoke started, I was going to sing I Believe I Can Fly. And as soon as I got done, I had planned on this helicopter landing in the middle of the street who's going to pick us up and take us to our, my other bar in Playa del Carmen. That is so sweet. So why aren't you doing it? Well, everybody I work with said it was a stupid idea. What? They must be crazy. That's an awesome idea. I thought so, too. Oh, well. Well, if you want, you two can hop on my plane and the three of us can go to Mexico together. Really? Oh, J-Lo, that's so cool. But I wouldn't want to impose. It's no problem at all. In fact, I insist. It's the least I can do for an old friend, but I have to tell you up front. What? I sleep naked. Oh, me too. Oh. How cool is that? You really are Jenny from the block. Oh. I have no man out credibility in the at JLo. You're fine. Done. Your bar sucks. You guys didn't get any service the whole time you're there. <laughs> Not one person waiting on you. The Kid Nation app. Hear the show and watch it 24-7 on your iPhone or Android. Get it in the App Store right now. Kid Craddock in the morning. And it's I Have a Dream Week. I have a dream. We're going to get to a dream here in just a minute. It's been more of a nightmare for Lance Armstrong hmm. as he uh, went on Oprah and did his big confessional and admitted to everything. Pretty much everything. Um, Rick Riley is a senior uh, editor at Sports Illustrated. He's a guy I really look up to. Very I've been, well respected. I've been reading Rick Riley since I was a kid mm-hmm. in Sports Illustrated. He has been the lone voice of the last 14 years telling everybody that Lance Armstrong doesn't cheat. He's the biggest victim in all of sports. Wow, I know oh, there's really? a lot of smoke around him, but I'm telling you right now, I know Lance Armstrong, and he doesn't cheat. He's always had his back. Yeah. How's he because feeling Lance right has told him multiple times, hundreds of times, and Lance has gotten indignant and angry with Rick Riley and said, how dare people even suggest that? Don't they know how hard I've worked? Blah, blah, blah. Well... Yesterday, before the Oprah thing aired, uh, Rick Riley got an uh, email from Lance Armstrong. Mm. It said, I'm sorry. And then the second line was, and you have no idea how hard it is for me to say that. Wow. And Rick goes, take your apology and shove it because if that's all you got after 14 years of Encouraging me to lie to my readers at Sports Illustrated. That's all you got? And get your back. Yeah. So Rick Riley, the biggest fan of Lance Armstrong, yeah. is now the opposite. You know, you know who's sorry? Me. I'm sorry I misled all my readers for 14 years. I'm sorry I carried his dirty water. I'm, I'm sorry that, that he tricked me, that he conned me on the record, off the record, in this country, in France. I'm sorry I was gullible. And that's all I care about. I mean... Maybe I'll come around and forgive him in a few years. Maybe give me 14. (laughs) See you in 14 years. Yeah, this is verbatim what Lance wrote him. Riles, 
since they're so yeah. close. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. All I can say for now, but also the most heartfelt thing, too. Two very important words. L. I'm sorry. That doesn't. 14 years of, of uh, yeah. misleading someone, and th- that's not yeah. enough. That's not. Yeah. So, so how did Rick feel about the uh, interview last night? Cold. I thought he was cold. I thought he was calculating. I thought it was like seeing a hitman dragged up before Congress and just, you know, he, he did everything but clean his nails as he talked about the things he did. <laughs> the, the things he did didn't match the emotion on his face. He exactly. sat back in his chair. He had his legs crossed. And you just kept wanting to say, who is this guy? I mean, does he not realize the kind of lives he's ruined, the people he's let down, uh, the people he lied to, how disappointed people are in him, how crushed they are in him. I mean, he ruined lives. He was he he was a killer. Wow. A killer. Wow. Seriously, he has some characteristics of a serial killer. Yeah, you know? does. Yeah. Completely hmm. self-motivated, a sociopath. There are some people that have his back. There was one tweet that I saw where it said, Lance Armstrong cheated in a bicycle race and incidentally raised a billion dollars to fight cancer, so I'm going to let it slide. Jack Osborne hmm. speaking out, yeah. saying, you know what, he still gave people hope, and, uh-huh. you know, yeah. he so, didn't have a problem with it. As I said earlier, the question's going to be, and, and this will determine how good or bad Lance Armstrong's life is in the future, is he a bad guy that did something good with Livestrong, or is he a good guy with Livestrong, with Livestrong well, who did something bad? His body language in that Oprah interview just made me not like him yeah, at yeah, right, all. Just, right. Tough place to be. I have a dream. Let's turn to something more positive here. Yes. Absolutely. Hi, Lori. Hi. Welcome to I Have a Dream Week with Kid Craddock in the Morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's. You're all nervous. Let's let's get the, get rid of that. Take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Awesome. You work for a big retirement corporation, right? I do. And you've been there for 13 years, working in your little cubicle. Yes, I have. And, and <laughs> you wrote in your letter. You said my job has given me a life where I can pay my rent and my bills, and still have a little bit left over to do some traveling with my friends. And when I started this job, one of the biggest obstacles I had to overcome was suppressing my personality. <laughs> For the better part of the first year, I was told to work quietly, not make jokes, dress in a way that didn't raise attention. I've uh, lived within the rules of the corporate culture, and I count down the days each week until the weekend finally comes when I can go to the bar and drink <laughs> and laugh and be myself and have fun. There you go. So you know what her dream is, Al Mack? What is her dream, Kid Craddock? My dream is to work as a bartender in Big Al's bar for a weekend. How about weekend. that? I love it. I love it. Lori, have you ever bartended before? No, never. Well, you know what? You fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> I never owned a bar before, and I bought one. There you go. <laughs> Lori, um, what city do you live in? I live in Kingston, Pennsylvania. Okay. Kingston, oh, Pennsylvania. Outside of Wilkes-Barre. Okay. So we've got, uh, yep. we got, we got a plane ticket for you. We're going to fly you down here on Southwest Airlines. Nice. Where your bags fly free. And um, you're going to get uh, a two-night stay on Big Al's couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what? You heard me? <laughs> I was excited until you said that. <laughs> well, hold on. Oh, you'll love hold my on. couch. No offense. If you really want to be a first weekend bartender for Big Al. You got to do what every other girl does to get the job. Every, they get the job. Every other first weekend bartender with Big Al sleeps on the couch for the well, first Well, that's what wink, wink well, sleep. Sometimes they get promoted to the bed. All right. I'll do it. It's All eight. right. <laughs> that's the motto. All right. He takes the casting couch I, I very the literally. That's what I do. There okay. you go. Now, you know what? You're dreaming, but you're not dreaming big enough. I'm going to try to get you to dream bigger if you can. Oh, I, you are. I don't have a motive here. I really don't. Okay. I don't. I'm not going somewhere with this. Okay. I'm just hoping 
that we can come up with something that makes us a little bit bigger mm-hmm. than you just bartending for the weekend. For example, Al, yes. you've got to tell everybody there uh-huh. that she won I Have a Dream Week and go get your drink from her. Absolutely. And, and tip her big. Absolutely. But, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> what else is involved in this fantasy? Is it like people tell you their problems as a bartender or you hook up with a hot customer? What, 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 what else is in this? I don't know. I just know that everybody loves the bartender, uh-huh. and I just I just wanted to have that job just for just for the weekend. It's a cool job. I mean, it's almost like being a hairdresser, or you know, it's kind of intimate because the relationship you have between you and the person you're pouring that drink for, they're telling you stuff that they don't tell other people. Uh-huh. You know. I would rent cocktail and try to learn some of those cool bar yeah. tricks and, <laughs> and, and break break a lot of Al's glasses. No, don't do that. Yeah. Please. And by the way. Whatever you break or ruin or piss off, it doesn't matter. Nothing bad will happen to you no matter yeah, I mean, what. what. Are you going to get fired? That's <laughs> the worst that can happen. No matter, no matter how bad you are Friday night, you are back on the job Saturday night. <laughs> Al, you cool that? Yeah, I love right. that. No, I love that idea. I appreciate yeah. you uh, including me in your dream, girl. Sure. That's awesome, isn't it? All right, Lori. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll pick Thank a weekend. Thank you so much. We'll get you down here to uh, make your dream come true and bartend for the weekend at Al's yeah. Bar. I have a dream. You know, we have so many of these, and whenever the producer, Sonny Joe, brings them to me, I'm never happy. You know that. I always go, that's really cool, but what if we did this? What if instead of just giving them that, we also, you know? Yeah. So we have saved a bunch, and when we come back after the MLK break, which is Monday, when we come back on Tuesday, mm-hmm. we're going to continue Good. I Have a Dream Week so that we can get to some more of these because there's Good. a ton of them. Okay. All right, cool. Now, more of Kid Craddock in the morning. Hey, Shannon, load up that new Justin Timberlake song. Um, his new song, Suit and Tie, Justin Timberlake, is on track to outsell Sexy Back and what? what it did in its first week. Really? Yeah. Do you like it? I'm trying to like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. I didn't like it that much. They think it's going to sell close to half a million singles in its very first week, which caused millions of 12-year-old girls to say, Mom, there was another Justin before Bieber. <laughs> You think a lot of girls have no idea who he is, like a lot of twelve-year-olds? Oh, they know, they know. Yeah. but it's mom's guy. That's like know. mom's artist. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. this song. I think I need to hear it again. Is it a grower? Suit and tie and yeah. tie and suit. It's Pharrell. Very close to Pharrell. Yeah. So half a million copies for that song. Hmm. Um, they expect to be sold yeah. this week. Do you Man. think it w- would you put it past Jay Z because he's producing this, right? I don't know who's he's featured. Pro- I know that something. Yeah. He's got something to do with it. Just to sit there and buy something over and over and over. So <laughs> for his ego's sake, oh yeah, he's got enough money. You know, well, he the, hires people, keep buying it. You, you know, know. The, big, the, the big scandal when Avril Lavigne was kicked off uh, YouTube when they kicked off her song "Complicated" and said it's not the most watched video on YouTube, which it had been for like a year. They determined that all of the views were coming from the same IP address. Right. And it was inside the record label. So what would put it past you? I know people with book sales. You've yeah. seen people do sure. that before. They'll sure. go in and they'll wipe out a bookstore just to promote sales, book sales. Sales is sales. Right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's possible in this day and age you to see, pull that off. Because that's see, not that great of a song. It's you, okay. You see what Manti Teo and yes, Lance Armstrong no have done? I yeah. think it, we think everything's a every, lie. Everybody's a liar now. Yeah. It's Justin Timberlake. So And he hasn't made music since like 2006 or seven. And so yeah. people Still. were just excited and they yeah. just bought it. That, I bought it. I heard it and bought it immediately. So maybe it's more like me. So Lance Armstrong did his thing last night with uh, Oprah. 
and talked about how it all started with the uh, in performance-enhancing drugs. So when did you first start doping? Um, you know, I suppose earlier in my career there was uh, cortisone and then uh, the EPO generation began. Began when? For me or for... For you. Um, uh, mid-90s. Mid-90s. Whoa. Jay Leno said last night that uh, Lance Armstrong's confession came as a huge shock to almost a dozen people. <laughs> <laughs> and David Letterman joked that Lance has done a lot of other bad things, too, like starting an erotic website called the Tour de Pants. <laughs> I love David Letterman. From Twitter. <laughs> of course Lance Armstrong was on drugs, kid. Have you tried drugs? They're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the funniest thing I've heard. <laughs> Here's another one. Odds are pretty good that Lance used those yellow lip strong bracelets to tie off his arm and find a vein. Oh, oh man. Ouch. Yeah. All right. And then the other liar out there, Manti Teo, the Notre Dame linebacker who people now think um, was not in a Internet affair that went wrong, that he was part of this story, that he helped create the story. Does everybody believe that? No. Yep. Notre Dame doesn't believe it. Notre Dame is behind him. At least that's what they're publicly yeah, saying. And Penn State was behind and, Jerry Sandusky. So well, they, what does that mean? I think they really hitched their horse up to the wrong carriage. Well, I would here. hope. I mean, why not investigate it thoroughly yeah. and see? But I would hope if one of us gets involved in something like this, it, that Kid Craddock in the morning would yeah. stand up for one of I, us I mean, and have our back. Let me tell you exactly how we do it, Kelly. We did. When Kid yeah. lied about Scarlett Johansson, we kind of hey, had his back. Hey. All right, here's <laughs> for as long as we could. Here's how I would do it. All right, I just have a brief statement. I am aware of the accusations against Kelly Raspberry. <laughs> I have known Kelly Raspberry for almost my entire adult life. And I can tell you that I don't think that she would do anything like that. However, we will launch a full investigation. Thank you. Boom. That's it. Don't How could out. you investigate me? <laughs> We're not investigating How you. How could you investigate We're me? Investigating you should know me well enough that you would never take anybody's word over mine. Because... Not everybody I never has known knew you. you felt that way. Not everyone has known you for life. They want to know. Well, you they, investigate. They want more than just me saying it. Calm down. You didn't even do anything. You should say she is beyond reproach. I am insulted. Anyone would even question her integrity or character at this okay, point. Okay, let me add in that in. Let me add that in. <laughs> and I'm insulted anybody who ever even questioned her character oh, there at you this go. time. Well played. Mm-hmm. Oh, go. it's too late now. Yeah. Well, well Notre, Notre Dame said basically that. it's We can't believe anybody would question him. He's such a great guy. Yep. He's such a good role model. But we did an investigation, and he's the victim. Well, the guys from Deadspin did an investigation. A and real they, investigation. And they found that <laughs> Renaya's friend who told him and blew this out of the water and said, I'm 80% sure Manti is involved with this. Yeah. Well, how can you go with 80%? I don't know. Why do you I don't, I don't know I why mean, he would just throw that number lawsuit, lawsuit avoidance. Yeah. 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 I guess you can't say I'm 100% sure just in case yeah. he is I don't know not. why. But I hope it's, I mean, I hope he didn't know, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really of course. Do. Of course too. you want the best thing yeah. for people. And I want to believe it's him, hard, man. It's hard to believe. It's hard to think that we can't go through a day with, uh, without hearing the story and think it's a lie. It's yeah. just everything that we see. It's a video. Oh, it's a lie. He fixed that. The Photoshop on a picture. You know, well, there's some, got to be the truth somewhere. You know, you know, a guy can walk around and lie about everything, but TV stations and, and uh, ESPN and networks, they don't have to put him on to tell the lie right. without you checking it out. So let's put some responsibility on the media that all they'd have to do is Google this and see that he's told this story 25 different ways. I know, dude, but you don't expect a Division One. Of course you don't expect player. it. You don't, they you know, do now. I know, now they do, yeah. but you just don't. You don't think a guy would lie about, a, a first of all, a girl, a girlfriend. Yeah. You, you wouldn't think that he would die about somebody dying right? To, and and then make it 
the same day as his grandmother died. You just, it's unfathomable. I mean, for eventually them to think they that. start fact checking, yeah. but initially yeah. you wouldn't fact check okay. that. Okay, well, here's, here's some of the residual that happens from this. I'm watching American Idol last night, and they bring out this guy. He's from Cuba, uh, Cuban American, and he stutters horribly. I mean, he struggles so bad with stuttering that he's got the thing where he's moving it, like he's frustrated, he's moving yeah. his hand, trying to make it happen. And I'm watching this going, I wonder if he really stutters. Yeah, because they're not already, not already have a stutter. It's like that guy from America's Got Talent that that said he was a soldier and he yeah. Yeah. fighting the war. Yeah. It's like, did he did he really? Yeah. Now you're start you're gonna question every yeah, single person that goes and, on and, TV, and, and that that reduces the enjoyment of the experience if I have to do that because I right. watched this last night and I finally just turned my brain off and I said I'm gonna believe that it's true. I'm gonna take it on face value that this guy stutters, and then it became an amazing story on Idol. Tell me about the way you speak. Is that something you're working on? Or? It's like a roller coaster. Sad music. Stuttering is really hard because, um, like the, the, the things that normal people w- w- would think would be so 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 ways is easy to become so hard. And that's, I mean, it's heartbreaking. There's not a minute where he can, can where he can put three sentences together. And it's I, not a minute, and he feels like a prisoner in his own body. Yeah, yeah. And I believe him a hundred percent. I didn't I did think he was fake one bit, too. just because mm-hmm. if you, man, if you fake that, yeah. you're an evil person. But then, much like legendary country singer Mel Tillis, mm-hmm. when he starts singing, it all goes away. Yeah. You're weary, feeling small. Okay, so nice voice. Get to the high part here. Very pleasant. Really, really nice, man. Love your voice. It's amazing that, like, the stammer doesn't happen when you sing. Yeah. So Keith just said, just sing all the time. Yeah, yeah right. Well, the story is very, very inspiring. I think you brought a really great vibe into the room. So I love your tone. I love the way you sing. I love that you did that song. That's one of my all-time favorite songs. It's just so. It just elicits so much emotion. Thank you. So that was a really cool moment. Yeah. Well, what I've noticed, you know, in previous seasons up until this one, pitch has always been the word. Mm-hmm. This year it's Pitchy. tone. Oh, tone now. Everybody's okay. commenting on tone. Right. So watch for that a lot. Shannon. What? should bring tone Logan. The, this word right here. <laughs> logical. Is that an um, offensive word? Uh, what word is it? It's the short for transvestite yeah. with the Y on the end. Okay. Is that offensive to gay people? I think so. Okay. Um, so they had a transvestite or a transgender. I'm not sure. I picked it up later. Well, we're not, I'm not sure. Oh, they never said really. Yeah, it was a full-on girl. No, I, this, this it's is a boy. Guy. That's a guy. No, it's a guy. And, it's and a guy, very yeah. flat-chested girl. No, it's. I think it's a guy. But here's, a guy. here's, here's I think a, it's a guy. I think it's a girl. Sure. My name is Kesbon. People call me Kesbon. My name is Catherine Sauerbeer. Kesbon. Kesbon. Where are you from? I am from North Carolina, planet Earth. And uh, tell me about yourself. What do you do for a living? Planet Earth. I am a singer-songwriter, um, a street musician, and I am a fire performer. Okay, so this is a this is a guy. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's yeah. a girl. That's a dude. Yeah, right. You apologize to me. You're right. It's a girl. It used to be a guy. No, it's a girl full on. No. Catherine. 
But what if because because of the because, name? What if Kevin is what if Kevin is living his life as Catherine? Yeah, that's not possible. I was trying. I never it, I never once thought that wasn't a guy. Well, Looking at the facial features well, what and the eyebrows or, and, the, and the Adam's apple. Why wouldn't they tell us to make it a, a story and be like, well, that's oh, the thing. It's the whole, is it, it's Pat. It's yeah. the whole. And they're being respectful. I love how Keith yeah. Urban was like, hey, so are you in a relationship? Do you have a significant yeah. other? It was, a, it was the Pat question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you with a guy or a girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she or he, she, I think, yeah. well, dodged it. Why would she say something about the whiskers on her chin? Because chicks can grow some whiskers on their chinny-chin-chin, right, Jenna? Girls don't talk about it if they do. I do not have a beard. Okay, Jenna. I am so sick of this. If you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't see the show, <laughs> she's, she's wearing a dress and tights. Right. And I, that's exactly the moment I turned it on, mm-hmm. and I thought... Why is that guy wearing a dress? Yeah, yeah. Why is Zero that boobage. That's before Zero. the intro or anything. I'm just thinking, why is that guy wearing a dress? See, my guy. Th- the, the only time I thought it might have been a guy was because of the eyebrows. But then I was like, no. Yeah. The, the thick eyebrows are coming back. Yeah. But then the, he look at He starts yeah. singing on yeah, his guitar. This guy was great. This girl was. This guy. This girl was great. Calling her a girl. If, if you tell me you're a girl, you're a girl. If you're That's a girl, it. Yeah, well, whatever. It was awesome. All right, don't do that. That's rude. <gasps> no, it that's is? Right. Yes. Yeah. In that old train yard, you might find me on the corner, smile on my face, strumming on my guitar. I mean, I think that, that that's that's original. I think she could be huge. Yeah. Or he. Yeah. So the funniest part of this. Oh is my after. gosh, this is so she's, hysterical. She's a little. Uh, she's a little quirky. She's weird. Yeah, and. I took from this that she had never seen or heard of Ryan Seacrest before. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. <laughs> they're sitting there having a conversation, and Ryan is standing like eight feet yeah. from him or her. You know the tunnel they come out of yeah. now? They've got it all dressed right. up. And, so, and Ryan's at the, at the end of it, and you come out and you interview with Ryan. Mm-hmm. He's standing there with a microphone. Like, how, how'd you do? How'd yeah, it go? How, how'd it go? And listen to this and tell me if you think that she had any idea. Best exchange ever. Who he is. Congratulations. Thank you. Good job. Thank First you. of all, the way, the, the way all she right. responds to him is like, so that he's just some normal okay. dude. Who like, are you again? Thanks. You were great. Oh, thanks. Thanks, production thanks. guy. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. We'll see you in Hollywood. All right. All right, bye. All Actually, right. I'll see you for the next three hours filling out paperwork, right? Right on. Well, it's, that won't take that long. <laughs> just kidding. No, no. Is there any way I can schedule another day to do it? Because, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm kind of busy. She's I asking Ryan Seacrest if, if she can fill out the paperwork on another yeah. day. By the way, because Ryan Seacrest has eight jobs. She walks Right past, she doesn't even do the she interview. She didn't stop for the interview. She, she just stopped. walked right past him. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. I wish she would have been. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say it would have been even better if she just goes, Oh, could you, if I have to sit here and fill out paperwork, could you go get me a Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? A little underling. Schedule another day to do it. Uh, yeah, like tomorrow. What I would do is I would talk to the person at the desk. It's getting real late now. That's all. Yeah. But <laughs> if not, I will, I'd be willing. For certain, I would I negotiate just, that with the person at the desk. Okay, and not you. It I'm is sorry not that. within that my authority or <laughs> you, realm of jurisdiction. You're a little. Uh, uh, no, no. He's, she's starting to get a clue. Oh, you're above that yeah. because you're the guy interviewing. <laughs> right. Okay, so you're above that. You're not famous or anything, but yeah. you're above that. This trips right. me out. The yeah. one person you can't tell that you're too busy is yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest owns TV. There is money on that street corner to be earned, Big yeah. Al. Yeah. All right, here's the rest. You'd actually be. I'm under the paperwork. Wow. Okay. So wow. am I, I guess. I'm going to be sitting underneath a pile of it in a few I minutes. Think it's easy. I think Paperwork. It's easy. That's okay, though. I shouldn't have. Uh, there. 
Do you want me to redo that entrance thing? No, no, no. You're <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Producing now. Hard to blew it. How refreshing is it? No <laughs> idea. It. You're on his show. You have no idea who he is. <laughs> Love it. That's great. Incredible. So there's your um. Uh, I can't remember her name now. Kaz. Catherine or Kaz? Well, that's Kaz her real name. Ben. She made up a name. Remember? Kazban or something. Yeah. My name is Kazban. 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 Still think that's a girl? Yes. My name is Kazban. Yes. Why did the girl change her name? Catherine. Why'd you change it? Kazban. Because it's showbiz, buddy. Really? Showbiz, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I want Who a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> showbiz, show buddy. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's fine. Oh. You're listening to the Kid Craddock in the Morning podcast. A condensed version of the show. To check out the complete replay of Kid Craddock in the Morning, log on to KidNation.com and click on the podcast or webcam. Kid Craddock in the Morning.